Rabbi Saya, good morning, a good Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos, Kaidish Parshish Vayechi. Tovshin Pe'alif in the secular year, it's the beginning of a new year. And as we said last night in the Zoom Shmuz, an interesting insight, interesting observation that a year ago, today, in the Jewish world, the beginning of the new Goyesha year started with a tremendous, tremendous Kiddush Hashem. For those of us who remember the Siyum Hashas, which was throughout the world, and in America, in the city field, 90,000 people in other stadiums, and it's a year that the world has gone through a tremendous, tremendous upheaval with the COVID, with the corona, and we are battling with this. But the Yidden, they have a way of living through everything, which is with the Torah HaKadoshah. And what have we done during the course of this secular year? We've completed, for those of us that are learning the Daf HaYaymi, and many, many people have added in their lives to join the Daf HaYaymi. We finished Masech Brachas, we finished Masech Shabbos, we finished Masech Erevin, we're now holding in the, the, the almost the middle of Masech Psachim, Look at the Gavalik accomplishments. And this is the true Vayechi. This is the true uh, life of Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu is the Midah of Torah, of Emes. We want to know how we go through life, how we go through the difficulties. Vayechi Yaakov. We live a life of Yaakov Avinu. That's just not an observation. Um, Rashi HaKadosh points out that this parasha is a parasha stuma. When I got an Aliyah this week, I saw in the Sefer Torah, Mamash, to take a look in the Sefer Torah, Parshas Vayechi, it's right smack in the middle of all the previous psukim of the end of Parshas Vayigash. There's no separation between them. And Rashi points out, and he says, why is it uh, Parshas Stuma? So Rashi brings down two interpretations, because number one, when Yaakov Avinu passes away, Nistimu Einehem Velibam Sheyisrael Mitzvah Sashibu. The eyes and the hearts of the Jewish people began to become blacked off because of the beginning of the Tzorah Sashibut, that's one pshat, because they were maschil l'shapdam, they began the shibut. And another pshat is, because he wanted to be Megala the Kates, he wanted to reveal to them the final redemption, when it's going to take place, v'nistim imenu, and HaKadosh Baruch held it back from him. So, um, first of all, the famous question is, that what does it mean that Klai Yisrael began the shibut when Yaakov Avinu died, when we know that as long as one of the Shvatim was alive, and the last one was Levi, there was no Shibud. The Shibud didn't begin until afterwards. So what does Rashi mean over here? Some of the Mepharshim say, the Maral says, that there was a small, the Shibud began to have uh, a temporary, there were attacks against the Jews, but then they would subside. But only when Levi passed away, when the last of the Shvatim passed away, was there a complete, complete, uh, Shibud, which started, and then there was no Hefsik, and that began the hardships of Klaiso, which took place when Klaiso was in Mitzrayim for so many and so many years. That began when the last of the Shvatim. But the beginning Shibud already started earlier. Another chat that we are fond of saying is that there was a difference when Yaakov Avinu was alive, as long as Yaakov Avinu was alive, when the Godel Hador was alive, so Klaiso's spiritual dimension and their 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 connection to their to Yaakov Avinu was such 
that they were spiritually, they were in a high level. But when Yaakov already passed away, there's already what's called Yeridus Hadiris, and the Yeridus Hadiris began, and they, all of a sudden they started, they didn't realize even to what point that they were allowing the assimilation process to have an effect upon themselves and their children. And that's the libam and the hearts that were stuffed up from the Tzorah Sashibut. The Tzorah Sashibut says that they didn't even realize the Tzorah Sashibut. They began to be Meshavadim because the Shibut only starts because when we ourselves let our guard down and we go down in a the level, then automatically the Yetzirah comes in and then the Shibut begins in the physical fashion as well. The Parsha is a Parsha Stuma. My aunt should be Gesundstark, my Tante Millie, who is an Isha Chashuva. Unfortunately, today she has Alzheimer's. She was the principal of the Beis Yaakov in Toronto for over 30 years. She's an Isha Chashuva. She always used to say over, like to say over something, it should be a schus for her and for her family, that she always used to say that this is the message that a Jewish, Jewish lives are sasum. Jewish lives, the, li- the lives of Jewish people is a hidden secret. Like it says, the way that Kla Yisrael has is been able to go through the Golosin, it's a parish stuma. But the only answer is, Yaakov. Yaakov is alive, Yaakov is Kla Yisrael lives in a miraculous fashion. And that's the Pshad, it's a parish stuma. The only way that we can have uh, um, uh, guidelines is through the life of Yaakov Avinu, was I lived a parish stuma. We're living a parsha stuma, especially in the days that we're living in these days as well. I want to say over Gavaldi Gavar from the Rebbe, the Rebbe, Reb Herschel. Reb Herschel says a Gavaldi Gavar when Yaakov tells Yosef to uh, make sure to bury him in Eretz Yisrael. And he says, I'll not take him in time. We spoke a little bit about that last night. I'll speak a little bit more about that in a second. So he says, Please put your hand underneath his side, which was the concept of a shvua, which we find similar by Avram Avinu. And he asked him to take a shvua, and he says, Please make sure not to bury me in Mitzrayim. Then it says, Posik, I'm going to, to, to rest, I'm going to, to, to sleep, or I'm going to, to, to uh, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to lay down with my forefathers. Nasani Mitzrayim, you're going to take me out of Mitzrayim. Ukvartanim Gerasim, you're going to bury me in the Kvura of the Mar Samach Pela. So first of all, Stam, the language is very, very schwer. It should have said, Unasasani Mitzrayim, Ukvartanim B'Kurasim, V'Shachavtim Avaisai. Why does it say V'Shachavtim Avaisai first? That's number one. But the Rebbe Herschel asked a different question. How could it be, we have, how could it be that Yaakovina was allowed to be buried in the Mar Samach Pela? There's a halachic problem. Why is the halacha problem? The, the halacha is that you're not allowed to bury a tzaddik together with Rishayim. That's a halacha which is even brought down in Shulchan Aruch. How it applies today, a person should be careful not to be buried next to people who are not Shomer Shabbos. That's already halacha challenge. You ask your local Orthodox rabbi. A person has to know what the dinam are. But the halacha is that a, that a tzaddik shouldn't be buried next to a Russia. So Rabbi Hashala says, if, 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 if a tzaddik can be buried next to a rasha, so a tzaddik gomor should also not be allowed to be buried next to a tzaddik she'enu gomor, because it's not his level. It's not the same level. I know when my father, Allah Sholem, was, 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 uh, was ill, 
I, we went to Reb Chaim Kanievsky to ask him about buying a plot, and he told us that he should be buried in a very hush of a spot together with other Rabbonim. And it was based upon this concept, that there's a concept of a chelkas Rabbonim, because the the level of a tzaddik is a different level. And um, we were Zoycha Baruch Hashem to get him in the, in, next to some of the great tzaddikim in a, a burial spot in the Ezra Torah Chelka in Beit Shemesh. One of those great tzaddikim is the uncle of Rabbi Shef Feinstein, Rabbi Yankov Kantarovich. And based upon, it was based upon this concept. So the question is like this. We know that Yaakov Avinu was the Bechir Shabavis. He was the best of all the others. As we know, Abim Avinu, he had two children, Yitzchak and Yishmael. One of them was a, was, was a Russia. Yitzchak had a Yaakov and an Esav. So one was a Tzaddik, one was a Russia. So we see he was not perfect. But Yaakov Avinu is Mitas Shlema. Yaakov in his Mitas Shlema, he has Yud Beishvatim. And each one of them is a, um, it, it was pure. So Yaakov Avinu was the Bechir Shabavis. So if Yaakov is the Bechir Shabavis, how could he be buried in the Mars Pela? It's like taking a tzaddik gomor and burying him together with a tzaddik sheina gomor, which is a different level. So this question Reb Harshala asks, and Reb Harshala says, He said, that's goofa what the Torah is telling us. The Torah is telling us is that we know that Yaakov Avinu, lo meis, Yaakov Avinu didn't actually die, the Gomorrah says in Masech He still remained alive. He's just in a cat- catatonic state. So that's why the Pasuk says, V'shachafti im avoisai. I'm going to rest together with the others in the burial spot. And what's going to happen is, at that point, I'm allowed to be there. Why? Because since I'm still alive, so listen to this lumbus. so therefore I'm in the level which I'm in. But the others, we know, tzaddikim b'misosam yoysim v'chayim. A tzaddik in his misa is even greater than his life. So the Avos Hakdoshim Avram and Yitzchak, they have raised up the level. Now they become even better, and I myself am what am still alive. So therefore, it's only a lashon of shchiva. That's why it says the lashon of shchiva shachafti mavaisa, and therefore you're allowed to take me out of Mitzrayim ukvartani bekurasim, and you're allowed to bury me in bury me in their spot, because at that point the tzaddikim of Avram and Yitzchak reached a higher level than Yaakov Avinu because Yaakov Avinu was low mace. Therefore, he remained in his particular level. And the others were able to stretch out even higher. And because of that, there wasn't a problem with Yaakov Avinu being buried in, in the Mar Samach Pela. That's a cute shot from the, from the, from the Rebbe Lerab Herzl. Um, just to stop to point out that Rashi HaKadosh says that there are three reasons why Yaakov didn't want to be buried in Mitzrayim. I'm not the granny of Mitzrayim. One is because the end of the day is that the body is attacked by the kinim, by the locusts, and the lice. And another reason is because Mesi Chutzlaritz only um, roll from the graves through the tunnels in order to get to Eretz Yisrael. And that's a painful experience. And he also didn't want to allow the Egyptians to make him into an Ovid of Odezorah. The morale says that it's really hinted to in these words. And he says, Al Natik Beredim Mitzrayim is teaching us that the uh, I don't want to be buried in Mitzrayim because Mitzrayim has the offer of the Kinim. And then it says, Unusasani bin Mitzrayim, you should take me out of Mitzrayim because I don't want to what? I don't want to allow the Mitzrayim to take me, to turn me into an idol. 
and ukvartani bekurasa. I want to be buried in the caver of um, of uh, of the marsamach pela because he didn't want to have the issue of mechilas. Because if we buried in Mitzrayim, don't have to go through mechilas. But if I ever get to the kvura of the marsamach pela, see that automatically it says that the tzaddikim, the 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 the, uh, the they themselves yiranu shaykh and they offer and they get up immediately. And as I once said over, and I even write in my book, I was able to be in the kever of the of the the Kedoshim of Tarpat of 1929 in Hebron. And there are two kvarim. One is, uh, two of them are, bur- are buried towards the Mars and Machpel. Everything else is buried towards Yushalayim. And the Mepharshim say, they say that these two kvarim were from great Sephardish Tzadikim. And they held that the first ones that are going to get up or the other sagdashim, and therefore the covet is to go towards the marsamach pela, and that's why when the, first the others will get up, and then the other mason will get up, and then they'll follow the others, and they're all going to walk towards Yerushalayim. Don't ask me how that's going to be. They're going to walk, they're going to take a plane, or they're going to take a car. But this is something which I saw when I was in the burial place of um, of the tzaddikim of the kedoshim of Tarpat. Um, we want to say one last vart, which is. Ah, excuse me. No, we want to say one last word. Uh, but we say with a ma'isa. Al notik b'reinim b'mitzrayim. Many, many years ago, the Rebbeitzin and I were zocher to bring a person to Eretz when he was ninety-seven years old. He was a ninety-seven-year-old lived who lived in the Rebbeitzin's town, Burlington, Vermont. His name was Mr. Max Sobel, and I think he even came to Yeshivas near Yaakov at one point. And we had at we had a after he passed away, he was literally at that point he was the oldest Oleh Hadash to make Aliyah. And they even wrote him up in the Jerusalem Post. He was a Yid that was born in Lithuania. As a young boy, he learned in the Yeshiva of Reb Shimon Shkup and the Yeshiva town of Reb Shimon Shkup. And then he came to Eretz Yisrael. He made Aliyah uh, right after World War One. He was here in Eretz Yisrael. He worked for a company which was building called Solo Bone. They were the big builders and the, the construction. He had an injury. Because he had an injury, he was he was taken to the States. He had an operation in the States. He ended up staying in the States for the next 70-some-odd years of his life. And he remained a, a Yid that was committed to Kashrus. And he was a Shul Yid. It could be he kept I can't say for sure, but it could be he was a Shem B'Shabbos. But the main thing is, is that he lived a life where Judaism and Yiddishkeit was part of him. We'd go to shul every Shabbos. It was something that was an, an innate part of him. And eventually, when he was an older person, he asked the Rebetzin to be involved to help him make Aliyah. And he lived here for seven or eight months. We got him uh, into Eretz Yisrael. And... We took care of the burial. I remember that on the he, he said to me, "I want to be buried when he's in America. I want to be buried in Eretz Yisrael. I don't want to be like I'll not take buried with I don't want to be buried with the goyim. He wanted to be buried in Eretz Yisrael, and we put that onto the epitaph on his matzeva. He wanted mekayin the mitzvah of I'll not take buried Rabbi Zai, we spoke yesterday just to speak speak about this. Why does Yaakov use the language of I'll not take buried why doesn't he speak about the wonderful attributes of being buried in Eretz Yisrael, the Kedusha of being buried in Eretz Yisrael? And we mentioned from Rav Schlesinger Shlita that Rav Schlesinger, the Rav of Gila, says that this was a message that Yaakov Avinu was giving to his children 
that they should not remain in Mitzrayim. If his kever would have remained in Mitzrayim, then he was afraid that the Jews would feel, okay, we have Yaakov Avinu buried here, we should also remain here. And he wanted his children to be able to have the understanding that the place to be was in Artsenu HaKadoshah. As we mentioned yesterday, the reason is in order that a person should be a constant oiler. Like it says, and uh, the Rebbe Rebbe Melech says, when is a person considered Ben of Yaakov Avinu when he's Yosef, when he's Moshe Fahilich? Rabbi Sai, as we go through this matzav of a year of almost a year of Corona, and we recognize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one that's following us, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is watching over us, it's a parasha stuma, but it's Vayechi Yaakov, Yaakov Avinu lived a life, and he was eventually able to get back to Eretz Yisrael, was finishing off the parshas of Vayechi, finishing off the parsha of Sefer Bereshis. We want to give a bracha that it should be a Bereshis for all of us. We should follow in the Derech of others. We should be Zeichem Mirz Hashem to the Gula Shlema when we were able to see Tchias HaMesim Bimheir of Yameinu Amein wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you for listening to this Foundation's podcast production. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. Thank you and have a wonderful day.